Hi, you're listening to If You Give It Out a Podcast. Hello, all my beautiful people. It is time once again for another amazing episode of If You Give a Dad a Podcast. So I'm back, y'all. I am feeling great. Uh, sorry, I had to take that week off because of having COVID. Actually, everybody in my house had it, so we uh, were all laying around uh, trying not to uh, die in our house. It was uh, pretty bad. I felt pretty awful for quite a few days, but I am feeling 100% again, and I am glad to be back with you guys. I have missed doing this. I felt there's an itch that I couldn't scratch uh, until I got back out here to record. And uh, so, yeah, I am thankful to be back here. And um, on this episode today, I have with me Pretty Ricky Wildy. He is a wrestler out of the Toronto area, and he is um, on here today to kind of promote a show that it's already happened, um, but maybe you can still go out there and try to support uh, the family that he is trying to help in this episode. I think you guys are going to have a really good time listening to this episode today. He had a lot of energy, and he had a lot to talk about. And for those of you that are here just to listen to the Pretty Ricky Wildy episode, welcome. I hope that you enjoy what you hear, and I hope that you stick around and listen to some of the other great episodes that we have here. So, if you guys are as excited as I am, then let's get this show on the road. If you give a dad a podcast. Hey, Dad. Get back in your car! Go! Get out here! You can't be here! I wasn't about to call you dad, so... (laughs) Seriously? Just for the, you know, the work rate, brother. Uh... (laughs) Oh, yeah, she said he looked like an old piece of leather. (laughs) Wow! Supernatural, which is by far one of my favorite shows, and I will be talking a lot about Supernatural. I will be quoting Supernatural. Bro. I just remember because they also everybody whenever they came to the ring goes <laughs> what? Okay, before I get started, you ever had a design in mind and you wanted to put it on a shirt or a hat or a cup, but you just didn't know who to go to? Well, come on over to R and L Designs where they make all of your custom needs come true. They make custom hats, they make custom shirts, they make custom mugs, they even do the tumblers and the glass mugs as well. They do key fobs even. They have great prices and they have a reasonable turnaround time. If you need anything custom, these are the people that you need to hit up today. You can find them on Facebook and that is at R&L Designs. You can also find them on Instagram at r&ldesigns19. They have a Facebook page. They have an Instagram page. They update it regularly with new products. You can also message them if you have something in mind. Hit them up today for all of your custom needs. Give them a like. Give them a follow.
All right, everybody. So today I have with me somebody who is a wrestler that's a little bit out of the area that I usually um, have wrestlers come from. As you guys know, it's usually Oklahoma and Arkansas, Missouri. I have somebody out of Toronto today. He is a wrestler that I have found online, and he is highly entertaining. I've enjoyed everything that I've seen of his, and that is Pretty Ricky Wildy. Man, how are you doing today? Thank you. Thank you. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for having me here. I do appreciate your time. Yeah, it's uh, really awesome. I'm glad that I was able to get you on on uh, such short notice. Yeah, for sure, for sure. We, uh, I, I'm doing a bit of media for uh, for Ontario right now, so I had a schedule opening, and I, I do appreciate you sneaking me in there. Yeah, for sure. So, I've had lots of different wrestlers on here, and um, you're... Who's the most famous? Um, do you know Sam Stackhouse? Yes, I do. I've had Sam Stackhouse on the show. Okay, all right. That was a good name drop. I'll appreciate that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's a good guy, and I uh, had a lot of fun with him. So, you know, I I, I try to bring – he's from this area uh, as well. So, you know, it was kind of uh, – I have I know a lot of people that know him, so I was able to kind of get in there and uh, get him on the show. So, That's, Well, no, good move, good move. Yeah. So how did you actually get into wrestling? Oh, you know, it's it's a long story. In my head, honest to God, it's like, how do you get into music? It's uh, <laughs> it, there's there's music on when you come home from right. the nursery. You know what I mean? There's music playing in the emergency room. I assume I've never been there, uh, <laughs> but like uh, there was wrestling on from the moment I got in. There's generations of uh, my family watching wrestling. There's just like the, the difference between me and most of my family is I take things a little too far. I get a little obsessive, and that's exactly what I did with wrestling. Uh, but then how did I get into like actually uh, getting into the business, into the sport, whatever? Uh, I was an amateur wrestler when I was in elementary school, and that carried through into university. And then when I graduated from university, I uh, entered a competition for Santino Morella's Battle Arts Academy, where the winner won a six-month scholarship. My plans were originally to move out to Calgary, but I won that. Uh, and then I ended up moving to Mississauga, essentially Toronto, and uh, training with Santino Morella and Yuki Ishikawa for uh, what turned into essentially three years. So it's uh, it's been quite a journey, and I'm happy to be here now. That's awesome. Uh, so that, I've got to see a few of your matches online and everything, and i got to say you actually are pretty smooth with your moves and everything, and like I said before, highly entertaining. Um, who do you I mean, draw your... Make my head swell. <laughs> so who do you draw inspiration from? Uh, okay, when I say this, you're going to see it after I say it. Mm -hmm. Mick Foley... Okay. Vince McMahon. Yeah. And Andy Kaufman. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of those three guys. Uh, All right. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I wish I was six seven or undead because I think either of those would really help my chances of being uh, a pro at WrestleMania. But ultimately, <laughs> I can remember being in the Cops Coliseum when the Undertaker made his entrance. I was like four years old, and the feeling of the lights going out. And just my God, the terror! I mm -hmm. I'm not saying this is hyperbole. I don't say this to be funny. I genuinely had reoccurring nightmares of the Undertaker chasing me around this big house oh, until wow. I was uh, 21 years old. Is the last time I remember having that dream. I was 21 years old. Uh, so that uh, that's leaving a mark, people. That that's you know making an impression. <laughs> You know yeah. the Undertaker is treated like the boogeyman, not the wrestler the boogeyman, but the idea of the boogeyman over in mm -hmm. India. Like, finish your vegetables or the Undertaker will come get you. That what? That's insane. Really? A person with a fictional character, I, I swear to you, that is <laughs> what they talk about in India. That, that's a level of fame I could only dream about. 
That that I, I've never heard that before. That's really cool, though. I mean, it's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And then when the Great Khali beat the Undertaker, it was literally like this dude rose up from the streets of India and defeated Satan on television. Yeah. It was uh, what a moment. <laughs> well, I know that uh, I, I've heard stories about when Khali would travel around with WWE. He had families that would open their homes to him. Uh, whenever he would go to different towns, he never had to really pay for anything because he was such a big celebrity with, uh, you know, Indian people around the United States. So he was huge in India. Yeah. Like huge everywhere. But. And I think I saw that he was a, was he a police officer at one point? I think he was a police officer and I'm pretty sure he killed the dude in the ring. Oh, Whoa, wow. Yeah, like not intentionally. I'm pretty sure he hit him with a chop to the chest and it stopped his heart. Oh, it was well, like a month before he got signed to the WWE. They really tried to hide that, but I, I'm pretty sure you can dig and find that story. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to look into that. Um, I, I was just thinking, you know, having that dude come to your window, uh, you know, whenever <laughs> you get pulled over, that would be highly intimidating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll follow the law when he's around, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, uh, my wife actually uh, wanted me to ask you this question. Um and I don't know if you've ever had this asked before or not, but have you ever watched Sons of Anarchy? <laughs> uh, I have never seen Sons of Anarchy, but I do know where you're going with this. You do know where I'm going uh, with this. With Tig? I get this reference a lot. Okay. Uh, I get this, Joaquin Phoenix. And, okay. And uh, there's one more I get all the time. I can't remember it now. But yeah, uh, I, I get uh, I get told that I look like someone from Sons of Anarchy all the time. Yeah, he... I mean, he was a cool character. Me and my wife, actually, it took me years to get her to watch the show. And finally, last year, she started watching it with me. And then we watched it all the way through. And I was like, oh, here's the next guy that's coming on. She was like, you got Tig coming on the show? I was like, no, that's that's not who it is. But, yeah, it's... Uh, I, I swear I didn't do it intentionally. I'm not trying to look like these people. But, uh, yeah, that is what fate has, has rolled me here. <laughs> I take it as a compliment. I really do. Yeah. So... What do you like to do in uh, your off time? Oh, man. Uh, I, I guess stand-up comedy is uh, not doing it, but, like, watching it is uh, a big a big fan of mine. Or, uh -huh. Jesus. Uh, a big pastime <laughs> of mine. I don't know if you're aware of this, but Skankfest just happened. Skankfest is one of the biggest comedy festivals going in, going today. Uh, so there's been a bunch of uh, podcasts and, you know, a lot of comedy tapings. Uh, I, I don't know. That world is pretty exciting to me. The UFC is pretty exciting to me, but uh, not nearly as exciting as, like, what the Paul brothers are doing. That seems entertaining. I, I don't listen yeah. to their podcasts. I don't follow their, their blogs. But the idea that one of them just fought Anderson Silva is, like, the wildest thing in the world to me. So... And he won all the time, and I just try to keep up with the goofiness. Yeah. Oh, and the crazy thing was that he won that match too. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it's such a crazy timeline that we're living through. It's uh, it's just amazing that we get to experience. Let me ask you: Are you uh, did you did you set up for Halloween last night? I actually went with my daughter and a few of her friends uh, and Fair took enough. them out. So yeah. Oh. How many uh, how many kids per house do you think are going out? Do you think uh, like I got. Uh, I got like fifty kids where I am. How many uh, how many kids per house do you think we're going around? Oh gosh, uh, man, I I probably saw over a hundred kids in just my area okay. alone. You know, I live in a um, subdivision, a subdivision, yeah. and so there's yeah. lots of uh, lots of kids, lots of kids that go to school with my daughter and everything. So um, by the time that it got dark, yeah, there was over well over a hundred kids in that area. 
Right on. Yeah, we only had like 50, but we were giving out full bars, you know what I mean? So I feel like uh, I was able you to... You were the cool house. Because, well, I, I couldn't do that if we were getting 100 kids, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I do get that. Plus, I definitely got the bars on clearance. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. He got them on clearance. <laughs> <laughs> That's an exclusive. <laughs> so do you have a favorite match of yours? Uh, yeah, you know what? I would probably struggle for an answer uh, on any other day, but last Saturday night in Detroit, I had what I think may have been uh, one of the best nights of my life uh, in terms of the wrestling business, mm -hmm. uh, where I was uh, in the main event of old wrestling against Dalton Castle, who was the Phantom. And uh, I might dare say that it was one of my better performances. Certainly the reaction from the crowd was very intense. And uh, getting uh, the reaction from a couple of people in the locker room, uh, just, you know, kind of saying that they thought that I had done very well, uh, which is always, always appreciated. Um, just to kind of know that, all right, this one, like we're on the right track here. I haven't quite got to the promised land there, but uh, I'm figuring it out day and day. So that's, uh, that's exciting. I think I saw this. Did you... Are you going to face, or didn't you face recently, Sunny Kiss? I did recently face Sunny Kiss. Uh, so that was for Chem Valley, uh -huh. uh, and that was a couple weeks ago now. I was scheduled to wrestle Sunny Kiss, but it actually turned into something even grander, where oh. it turned into a tag match against Sunny Kiss and Santino Morella. Uh, and that was the first time getting in the ring with Santino Morella. So I got oh, the wow. Cobra. Uh, I got Sunny's butt. It was uh, it was a wild time in the ring, let me tell you. <laughs> So uh, you did say that you you trained at uh, Santino Morella's uh, school, correct? Yeah, I did. Uh, what is he like? Student. You're his top uh, student. He, I'm his top student. Tell him that he hates to hear it. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's intense. He's an intense dude. There's no denying about. It. So I went in there expecting that I would learn about like how to put on the accent, how to be funny. Uh, mm -hmm. There is none of that. He is also I don't know if people know this. His name's Anthony Corelli. And he is a Olympic level judo player. So he's oh, wow. been training how to be a killer in judo since he was like six years old. He's a he's an absolute monster. Uh, so he was very strict on the ideas of learning amateur wrestling, uh, of learning judo before you were able to be a pro wrestler, uh, mm -hmm. which is, you know, I think one of the reasons why uh, he, he was kind of OK with me is because I did have somewhat of that background. Um, so uh, he, he was very hard-nosed on making sure that you had your fundamentals, your basics of uh, amateur, of judo, to be able to then transition that uh, into pro wrestling as, a poor, as opposed to a more conventional style of, uh, of just hopping in the ring. But certainly, I thought I was going to be learning, you know, cobras and goofy stuff and yeah. uh he he wanted us to be he wanted us to be killers he wanted us to be like daniel bryan dynamite kid type wrestlers you know so that's it's, awesome uh, yeah it, it was uh, a better experience i could not have asked for it was intense yeah I, I and i wouldn't have expected that either i thought you know i was going to hear about uh you know maybe you got to meet santina or something. Yeah. No, and like, hey, I, I I would give you money if you try to make that joke to his face because oh. uh, he, he's an intense dude and you start going down that road and just like, man, uh, I would not want to get on his bad side. He he is a he's a man's man as much as it gets. Wow. Yeah. I got a lot of respect in my in my heart for that man. That's uh, that's good though. You know, uh, I I hear that a lot. They put these gimmicks on these people and yeah. It, it, uh, even with um, Nick Dinsmore, uh, yeah. Eugene, you know, I mean, he is a 
excellent wrestler, and they yeah. put these gimmick that gimmick on him, you know, and then they did the Santino uh, gimmick with. And at first, I think uh, when he first came out, he was just a he he was a dude in the crowd. I think is what it was. He was just an Italian guy from the crowd. Yeah, that, that yeah. was the whole gimmick. And all of a sudden, he's you know this goofy guy and everything like that you know and in some ways i feel that it i mean he got over with the crowd the crowd loved him sure. there are some memorable moments with santino and everything but i would have loved to have seen a serious run with him yeah you know what and if you talk to him he he'll say a similar thing that uh you know uh, could have been the milan miracle one night where he wins the world title and i'll tell you you watch that elimination chamber match i believe it was 2014 where mm-hmm. him and daniel bryan are the last two and God, you can almost feel it. Like maybe this is gonna happen, you know? Uh, <laughs> it, what a crazy moment it would have been. But still, if he comes back now on Monday Night Raw, people go nuts for him, you know. So there are oh, wrestling sure. schools uh, that are run by, uh, you know, people of any kind of experience really in wrestling. And not to talk down to those because some of those are uh, turning out absolute superstar studs, and there's nothing wrong with that. But right. uh, I certainly felt better knowing that when I was going to wrestling school, the guy. Uh, had been to WrestleMania a couple of times. He had had a pedigree. You could you could see the success around him. You know. Yes. No. I I I I totally get that. So I'm going to kind of not really change gears here, but I want to kind of go into this a little bit. I like to ask people this: Do you have any um, dream opponents, whether they be um, retired or any promotion, anything? Even if you want to name multiple ones, that'd be great too. All right, so pretty similar list to what I said earlier, mm-hmm. but I want to wrestle Vince McMahon, I want to <laughs> wrestle The Undertaker, I want to wrestle Andre the Giant, and I mm-hmm. want to wrestle Hulk Hogan. So All right. I don't think those things are going to happen, but I do want them. I will tell you right now, if the option was for either me to wrestle Hulk Hogan at the Civic Center or Hulk Hogan wrestles John Cena at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. I would rather that match happens and I'll watch it. Uh, because that uh, that would be that would be my dream match, really. Uh, but in terms of like uh, dream matches that I want, that I actually think I'm gonna get if I work hard enough for, I believe Soul Taker, uh, the indie wrestler Soul Taker, is uh, is one that I can get, and I'm gonna get a casket match, and I'm gonna beat him. <laughs> that would be great. I would love to see that. Obviously, I, I, I know you said that you were in Detroit um, recently. You said last weekend? Yeah, yeah. You travel quite a bit with what you do, I'm guessing. Uh, it's not just, the, as much as I can. not just the Toronto area. You're probably all, obviously, in the United States as well. Do you have a goal of somewhere that you would like to be in the next year? Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, there's so many uh, top tier indies around America that I'm, uh, you know, ever, ever so slightly trying to crack my way into. Um, But, you know, you're beyonds, you're limitless, uh, you know, multiple, uh, you're AIWs, Um, Mm -hmm. just these promotions trying to kind of branch out and uh, try to crack that. But uh, I'm also getting very intrigued by the idea of going to Europe and doing kind of like a European vacation sort of thing. Uh, we're backpacking around, wrestling my butt off. Uh, you know, my my lineage, my family goes back to England. So the idea of walking on some cobblestone roads just seemed like something I need to do one of these days. And the idea of getting paid to go there for wrestling just seems about right. <laughs> what would be probably one of your favorite um, storylines that maybe you've been involved with? Oh, 
you know um there was uh there was a real good one that i i enjoyed myself where uh i had a guy he was helping me out with most of my matches he was my trophy case so more or less he just carried all my titles he had a mask on so you never saw him uh-huh. uh and we uh me and a guy we, we were just doing a thing where like uh, different people were underneath the mask and kept surprising me eventually uh, uh you know my opponent got his own trophy case so we had a tag match between the two of us it was just kind of like goofy wacky nonsense but uh i enjoyed the heck out of it uh and then i, I got something cooking up right now in barry wrestling uh where we've been going for like a year now trying to be a tag team but uh we just keep getting screwed by more and more uh, curious circumstances. So I don't know. There's been a, a, a large tapestry that's kind of unfolded uh, for a conspiracy. And it's uh, it's been a really fun exploration as we've gone along. Awesome. Awesome. So how long have you actually been in wrestling? Uh, I had my first match March of 2016. So um, six years at this point, okay. which uh, is longer than I can believe I'm still doing this. But here we are. <laughs> well, I mean, you sound like you're having a good time. You seem like you're enjoying what you're doing and uh, living a dream. I, I like it way too much. I promise you it's not for the money. <laughs> well, yeah, I, a lot of people who do it just for that, they probably don't make it very long in the business. You have to have a an actual love for it, I would think. I would feel like you'd have to excel so quickly if you yeah. weren't making money to justify this. Yeah. Um, but what do I know? <laughs> I had one guy on recently and he was like, well, right now my merch pretty much pays for me to make it to my next show and that's good enough for me. I'm loving it. So, you know, I mean, it, as long as you are doing uh, enough to, uh, you know, make, make yourself happy, I feel that it's, it, it's worth it. Yeah. I'd subscribe to that. I like that. Yeah. No, I know you do have some uh, merch is on, uh, is it rest, wrestling shop? Or... You know, I have a pro wrestling tease, uh, uh-huh. but I have not promoted it in like two years. I forgot that it was even up, but they sent me a, a PayPal notification today that I, I had I had made some money from them. But oh, really? Uh, yeah, I, I I do have a pro wrestling tease. I just I forget about it uh, and I, I don't update it, so I do apologize for that. Uh, I got to get you know a Shopify something rocking and rolling, but uh, at this point, all I have is social media and a dream. <laughs> Yeah, I was actually on there. I was looking at some of yours, and I, I saw one of the shirts I, I, I'm i probably going to get, and it's the one that has your face, and then it says vote underneath it. I, that one actually cracked me up. <laughs> that, that one and your um, uh, kiss me, I have COVID, or I think that's what it said. <laughs> yeah. And you can kind of pinpoint when the last time I updated the thing is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, 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 when that was topical, that was probably when I was putting that out. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, I've uh, I don't know I I think Pro Wrestling Tees is a good service and it's a good system, but I just uh, I do not pay attention to it unfortunately. I believe they have a sale coming up, so uh, to please do buy a T-shirt uh, from any of your favorite wrestlers. Okay. I think Stone Cold has his own uh, his own shop up there on Pro Wrestling Tees, and I bet Stone Cold could use a hand, so buy him a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have anything that's coming up that maybe you want to talk about? I would love to. Thank you very much. 
Uh, number one, if you're gonna, uh, if you're interested at all, please do follow me on social media. I promise you, I got some interesting content there. You can follow me at ProWildy. That's P-R-O-W-I-L-L-D-Y on all social medias. Uh, mostly active on Twitter and Instagram, but you can find me anywhere. Most importantly, uh, we have a show coming up. I believe this comes out in a couple days after it, but as of right now, we do have a show coming up uh, November 5th here in Mississauga. It's Battle Arts Academy. We got a member of our community, Holden Albright, who's recently gone through a little bit of tragedy, calamities, and catastrophes. So as a community around Ontario here for our professional wrestling scene, we're coming together and trying to throw on a show that can raise a little bit of money for him and his family. Uh, that is the Caulfield family. This is the Arthur Caulfield Memorial Show. Uh, but we got a lineup like I could not believe. And when we started putting this together, I kind of worried that oh boy we're gonna have you know just another indie wrestling show uh but all of a sudden we've been able to kind of whip something together that's uh that's very surprising for ourselves we've got championship bouts from across ontario so every different independent promotion is trying to pitch in here uh and trying to give us the best they can we've got wrestlers who debuted on aew recently they've been on monday night raw recently uh as well we have impact wrestling superstar quintessential diva giselle shaw wrestling our local alexia nicole for the very first time so we got a a little bit of star power uh, and we got a whole lot of talent people coming down here so it should be a tremendous time and we're very excited to be raising money for a community member who's going through it right now awesome all right man is there anything that maybe you want to say to your fans directly I do greatly appreciate you checking me out and taking the time to listen to all this. Do follow your dreams. I'm certainly following mine. I have grown into the man that I wanted to be as a child, and it is just as empty as I always expected it to be. So it is uh, tremendously, uh, tremendously enjoyable, but I'm not sure if there's a meaning in any of it, and that is really what we're still all struggling through. So, uh, you know, make good choices, stay safe, and uh, don't worry about getting fired if you have to. All right, man. Man, I love your energy, and I can't wait to see you know some more of your stuff. I just recently found you online, and I, I'm i highly entertained. Like I said, everybody needs to go out, watch your stuff, and uh, just keep following this dude. He is awesome. i so glad that I was able to have you on tonight, man. I do greatly appreciate your time. I'm, I'm hoping to be the first wrestler with a Netflix deal. So we're getting there one day at a time. I just got signed by a confetti cannon company in California. So Legends Confetti Cannons for all your confetti cannon needs. And I also got a sponsorship from Caesar Salad. So uh, things are going very well. Please do follow me. I, I greatly appreciate the support. Thank you for having me on, Jared. All right. You have a good night. You as well, buddy. All right. Hi everyone, I'm Lisa. And I'm Dawn. And if you've ever watched a TV show and thought to yourself, oh my god, that season finale plot twist was absolutely bonkers. Or seen a movie and thought, wow, I need to talk to somebody about this train wreck immediately. Then we think you'll fit right in with our podcast, I Hate It, Let's Watch It. We watch TV shows like Riverdale and Emily in Paris. And movies like Deep Water, Killer Sofa, Rubber, and Deadly Illusions. And we give them the total rinse they deserve. It's basically group therapy for movie masochists. So come check us out wherever you stream podcasts. So, my name is Matthew Terry. I have a podcast. It comes out every Friday on Spotify, iTunes, most places you can find podcasts. Uh, the podcast is It's Time to Fight. It's a wrestling podcast. Now, I see that sour look on your face, but this podcast is different than other wrestling podcasts. It's the highbrow of wrestling podcasts, if you will. Now, what does that mean? Well, if you're looking for a podcast that 
digs up dirt on people, this is not your podcast. If you're looking for a podcast that tries to nurture controversy to secure clicks, this is not your podcast. Um, My podcast does not sound like a bunch of guys and girls sitting in their basement hooting and hollering, every second word being an expletive, telling dirty stories, gossiping about the world of wrestling, or pretending that I know more than what I really do. I talk to my guests about things that other podcasts don't talk about, and I take great pride in doing that. Now, in case you're wondering, am I trying to say that my podcast is too good for some people? Not at all. I would never suggest anyone is not good enough to listen to my show. I'm just giving you a heads up. See you Friday. All right, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed that episode with pretty Ricky Wildy. He was a really cool guy to have on the show, and I look forward to seeing what happens with him next. Um, He was a lot of fun to talk with, and I I wish I could have... uh, talk to him a little bit longer and maybe I can get him to come back on the show in the future and we can have a little bit more of an in-depth discussion when he has a little bit more time to talk. Um, But yeah, I uh, hope that you guys enjoyed that. I've got some really cool episodes that are coming up over the next few weeks. I have with me coming up next week, Chris Gazaway. He is ex-Cal as uh, some of you might know him, he is a wrestler out of the Oklahoma area. He was also a contestant for American Idol in season 12. So he has a pretty cool story to tell and everything, and I'm looking forward to having him on. Um, I think that's going to be a great conversation. I've got to talk to him over Instagram quite a bit here lately, and I think we're going to have a really good time talking. Uh, the week following that, I have Daniel Martin. He is another children's music creator Uh, i had one on not too long ago and now i have this guy on as well and i think he's going to be a lot of fun to talk with he creates music with his wife as well so we'll kind of get into that him working with her and creating these different songs and this type of music for children um looking forward to talking to him a lot then i have a makeup uh one that i have been trying to get worked out um i had it scheduled and then I got sick with COVID um, before that, so I had him scheduled. Then uh, he, something came up to where he wasn't able to make it. So we had him rescheduled. Then I got COVID, and so I had to reschedule him again. And hopefully everything goes right this time. But I'm talking about the Iceman, Howard Moritz. He has uh, been very understanding. He's a great guy. I, I can't wait to have him on. Um, he's had some pretty cool experiences in wrestling and I can't wait to have him on to talk about those kind of got to joke with him once or twice before about this, but he had a, uh, a spot in WWE that he did. And I think he got uh, kicked in the face by Roman Reigns or somebody like that. And I told him, I was like, well, at least you looked good doing it. So <laughs> he's a lot of fun to talk to. He's a great guy and I can't wait to bring him on the show. Um, And then the week following that, I will have on Duke Cornell. He is another wrestler that I actually saw in my first uh, independent show that I ever went to. And he was in the main event with Luke Langley. And I have to say, because of that match in particular, I became a huge fan 
of indie wrestling because of the match that they put on. Those two guys, you've heard me talk about Luke Langley. He is amazing at what he does. But Duke Cornell is another one who is very good at what he does. And I cannot wait to have him on the show so I can talk to him and kind of get to know him a little better. Also, another funny story is um, at my daughter's first independent show, he was there. And, you know, he was playing the hill and... He got to, uh, you know, talking smack on the sidelines. And my daughter was yelling at him, and he was yelling back at her. And so she's very excited that I'm going to be having him on the show because this is the first wrestler she ever got to yell at. So So I'm very excited about the things that are coming up on this show. It will be a great time, and I think you guys are going to enjoy it a lot. I've got lots of new things that are coming up that I'm not going to quite talk about just yet. I want to make sure everything is in line before I do say anything, but I do want you to know that I have some really cool um, announcements that are coming up soon, and I hope that you guys stick around to hear those and be a part of those things as well. Um, One thing I can say is I do have merch coming. I had somebody comment not too long ago on uh, saying, we need t-shirts. Well, they are coming, I promise. I know I've been saying this for weeks. There has been... A lot of things going on on my side, uh, trying to get everything worked out to where I can get that merch out to you guys, and I promise it is coming soon. Um, I also want to give a shout out to the new podcast network that I am a part of. I know you guys have heard me talk about it, and it's the OIW Podcast Network. Um, I've gotten to know these guys a little bit just over the last few weeks and they're amazing and so go out there and check out some of these other podcasts that they have as well um they're part of the reason why i was able to get on pretty ricky wildy because um a lot of them are in canada and stuff and so they were able to say hey well here's another person you can have come on your show and so i am very excited to be a part of the oiw podcast network and i can't wait to see what happens with me being on there Hopefully I'll be able to um, collaborate with some of these guys in the future. Um, As you heard on this episode, uh, one of the podcasts that I advertised for um, is one of the podcasts that I'm uh, working with. And I am very glad to be a part of this. Also, I want to give a shout out to R&L Designs. Thank you so much for sticking with me. If you guys need anything, check them out. Uh, I have links to them in my show notes. It goes to their Facebook page, their Instagram page. They even have a page where all they do is make um, like your screen prints that you can uh, download. Um, that way you can, if you don't want to go to them, you can just pay a smaller fee and anything that they've designed you can go out there and get off of their um, Etsy page I believe it is so go and check them out they're awesome people they uh, make quality stuff Um, yeah so thank you to them for sticking around with me Um, you guys are awesome so if you guys want to send me a message if you want to say hey I like your show or hey your show sucks (laughs) you can send me a message on my email and that's at giveadatapodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow me on social media. Um, I have lots of different ones and that's where I usually keep 
everybody informed on what's going on and things like that. And you can follow me on Facebook. I'm very active on there. You can send me messages on there. And that's um, at I-Y-G-A-D-A-P. It's the acronym for If You Give a Data Podcast. Or you can just look up If You Give a Data Podcast in the search bar. Um, You can also Google me. Um, I am on Google. I am probably the first 10 to 15 search results if you put in If You Give a Data Podcast. And, uh, yeah, you can find me that way. You can find all the different places that I am. You can also find, like I said, the OIW Podcast Network. You'll see that I'm on there that way as well. I'm also on Instagram, and that is at Give a Data Podcast. And you can also find me on Twitter, and that is at DadPodcast11. Like I said, I am on there regularly. I try to let you guys know if anything special is coming up. On Twitter sometimes I will put something out there and be like, hey, this is who I'm talking to. Uh, Anybody have any questions that you want me to ask my guests this week? Uh, You can always respond on there as well. I look forward to listening to what you guys have to say and reading what you guys have to say and, you know, just interacting with you. I, I love to interact with my listeners. Um, If you're listening to this episode right now, what I'd like for you to do is go up there and I want you to rate it and review it. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you like this episode. If you'd like me to do something differently, I am all ears. I am all about making it better for the people who listen to this show. So let me know what you think. Rate it. Review it. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Share it with your enemies. Share it with everybody. Because I said this before, and I'll say it again, I believe this show is for everyone. So, yeah. I am going to bring this show to a close. Um, I am very excited about what is coming in the future. I'm very excited to talk to my next group of guests that I have coming on. I have so many guests lined up. I am already booked up through January into February, and I'm already in talks with somebody about doing something cool in March. March will be my year that I have been doing this show. So I'm going to try to plan something really nice and big for my one-year anniversary show. And uh, I hope you guys like it. I'm pretty excited about it. So, yeah. I love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful week. And I will see you next time. Bye. show come back next week come on guys you know you want to come back might get some laughs this podcast is part of the OIW podcasting network